As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, the, uh, what is it today? Today's the 12th day of December, 2023. Coming to you from a very cold Bedford County, Virginia. It was like 25 degrees when I got up this morning. I don't like it. I'd rather be on a, on a boat somewhere in warmer waters. But looks like we're going to have a, at least a, a week or longer of 20-degree weather now. For So uh, snow in the mountains, none here, but that's okay. I don't mind that in the least. All right, the headlines today, folks. Weather delays carnival departure. Outrage over omelets. Kill late for the Star Princess. A documentary on World Europa. Repairs completed on the panorama. Thank goodness. 25 years for Port Seattle. Seven Seas Grandeur christened in Miami. And a record for Port Miami. That and a lot more here at 11 o'clock this morning on Tuesday, Travel and Cruise Industry News. If you're listening via the podcast, you're always welcome here. Uh, You can access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from, all the big hitters, everybody has it. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. Today, folks, is National Ambrosia Day. I kind of like ambrosia. You know, ambrosia is that kind of funky holiday salad that's got the little marshmallows in it, and usually some coconut and some uh, fruit. And, you know, I think it's yummy. Uh, I haven't had any this year. Wouldn't mind. I kind of like that. All right. <laughs> Got a couple of people to talk about today. First of all, Hot Air Tom is in Costa Maya, and but they won't let him get off the boat. Not for something he did for a change. Uh, the the seas are too rough, and like the the waves are uh, going over the the dock. Now, if the, if it's that rough, what the hell are they doing docked? 
I mean, you'd think they would would not have gone in at all. Ah, the joy knows what they're doing. You know, it's a good ship. But I'm kind of surprised if, you know, the, the seas are that rough. And I did see a clip on it, that, you know, uh, that it's, it's, it's pretty dicey. But I'm surprised they even went into dock with, with unless they got in and got worse after they got in, possibly. I don't know. All right. Uh, Rochelle is out in uh, Cleveland Wildlife Park in Adelaide, Australia. Now, unlike Hot Air Tom, she does not try to put animals in her suitcase to take them home. Oh, koala action there. Koala sleeping. And some roos hopping around. And you know, uh, Rochelle's going to find a church. She found a couple. Uh, and I, that's an Australian Santa Claus. I just thought you'd appreciate that. I wonder why they don't have any eyes. Strange. Nice little lighthouse there in Adelaide. So that's from Australia. Uh, Andy Shell is on, um, what's he on? He's on Eurodam. They are festively dressed up today. Uh, for uh, lunch at Pinnacle. And they're going into St. Martin today. And this is uh, Frank Bubber Schumard and uh, Lynn. Uh, and they are in Puerto Limon. I can't get over as much as, as Bubba and Lynn have cruised the last six months, especially. How much weight Bubba has lost. I mean, he's, I mean, he was chunky the first time I interviewed him. A pleasant, not, not fat like I am, but he was chunky. But man, he's lost a lot of weight. I got to talk to him about that. And then Tom Nice uh, of the Grand Canyon Hikers. Uh, they went down to, uh, ooh. I forget the trail they went down now. But anyway, they hiked down to the uh, river. So nice to have some uh, some uh, news from the land for a change. You know, there's more to travel than just cruises. I'm the first one to admit. And, it, you know, one of the things, we are talking about it last night. One of the things that I need to do, especially with my um, my ambassadorship, uh, with Will Power Chairs and Scoot Around, is I need to do some land stuff too, like going to some um, uh, national parks and uh, even some some visit some cities up and down the East Coast. Um, so yeah, that's that's going to be in my future. You know, I've got I don't cruise again until January twenty eighth, so maybe I can figure out something, you know, some little side trips here during during uh, my Christmas break, as it were, uh, to, to do a little filming. So, all right, the top story today, guys, comes from our friends over at Carnival. Uh, 
Um, the Carnival Venezia, currently homeported from New York City, was unable to leave yesterday's sailing. Oh, I take it back. That was Sunday sailing due to rough weather that made conditions in the Hudson River and the adjacent bay unsafe for the ship to navigate. Fortunately, the ship has been able to depart, and there appears to be no significant change to her itinerary, though it's possible her arrival to the first port of call may be later than originally planned. But that's okay. So, the Venezia out of New York City. All right, I'll be back with a couple more stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. We're going to talk about the newest war, folks, the Omelette Wars. For years, Carnival Cruise Line passengers have enjoyed customizing their omelets with a variety of ingredients like bacon, mushroom, spinach, and a bunch of other stuff. Now the selection has been streamlined to three preset options. Cheese, ham and cheese, and a vegetable omelet with bell peppers, onions, and tomatoes. While many guests have expressed understanding and support for the changes, others have (coughs) voiced their disappointment with a variety of attacks on brand ambassador John Eald. He mentioned in the last six days he's replied to over 3,500 comments showing his dedication to answer any concerns Carnival cruisers may have. He expressed disappointment in those who made personal attacks, particularly involving his family, and emphasized that while he welcomes feedback, negativity and personal attacks will not be tolerated. I agree with John on that. Come on, people. They're trying to make the omelet station faster and eliminate some lines. So they're honing down the menu a little bit of the things that you can put in them. Because some people get up there to order an omelet and they say, "Uh, well, let me think. Do I want, I think I'll have some ham. And, oh dear, do I want to put mushrooms with it or cheese with it? Oh, well, let's do both. In the meantime, they've taken five minutes to order a damn omelet. You've seen it. I don't blame Carnival. I mean, you can always, there's 55 other egg things you can do on a cruise ship in the main dining room, and 16 other kinds of eggs there in the buffet. Don't get upset and start calling, uh, talking bad about John Heald's family. That's ridiculous. This goes along with my thought of privileged Americans. So... All right, the next story today comes from uh, Princess. Uh, Yesterday, Princess Cruises and its partners in the Montaconi shipyard celebrated as the star Princess Keel was lowered into position in the dry docks. The keel, located on the bottom of the ship, provides the foundation for the vessel 
this one will surprise you, I bet. And weighs 500 tons. I mean, I knew the Kilmore was heavy, but I didn't think it was that heavy. The ceremony with Princess Cruises and Finkeltiati shipyard officials included a blessing for the ship along with the welding of a Princess Cruise medallion into the vessel. The sister ship to the sun, uh, excuse me, this is the sister ship to the Sun Princess, which is expected to be delivered in early 2024. The new ship, the Star Princess, is scheduled to begin sailing on August the 4th, 2025, on a nine-day inaugural voyage to Italy and Greece from Civitavecchia. And the next story this morning, guys, comes from our friends over in um, UK, I think. Channel 4, a TV station in the United Kingdom, will be airing a special documentary on the construction of the MSC World Europa on Saturday, December the 16th at 8 p.m. GMT. The documentary chronicles the construction of the 215,000 gross tons MSC World Europa from the first steel cutting in 2019 to its launch in late 2022. Viewers will be taken on an immersive journey with the teams of designers, project managers, and shipbuilders as they navigate the challenges of constructing a new ship prototype under stringent timelines. I'd watch it if I was in the UK. I think that would be fascinating. Well, here's some good news, folks, to a lot of people. Guests booked on the highly anticipated Christmas and New Year's sailings of the Carnival Panorama will be thrilled to learn that the repairs to the ship's engine have been completed and the vessel is already on the move to have her whale tail reinstalled. Now, remember, folks, when we go back a couple weeks ago, uh, they tried to get the ship up there to to the uh, dry dock in Portland, and um, uh, they, they couldn't go under the bridges. And the, the whale tail would have crashed into the bridges. So they went back first to a place there in in Oregon, and they didn't have the right size screwdriver or something. So they had to send the ship all the way around up to, I don't know, Vancouver or you know, some other place to take the whale tail off, sail it back around so it could go under the bridges and get it to the dry dock to fix the engines. Well, they fixed the engines. That's the good thing. Now they got to go back and get the whale tail. So they got to sail all the way back around to wherever they took the whale tail off to the place that has the right side screwdriver and put the whale tail back on and then haul butt to get down to to Long Beach in time to sail uh, for Christmas. There should be no further cruise cancellations. And the ship will be ready to welcome guests on December 23rd. I hope. 
since we're up in that part of the world, Port of Seattle has been in business, reached a significant milestone, selling, celebrating 25 years as a cruise home port. Seattle's natural deep water harbor capable of accommodating large vessels has enabled the city to manage the increasing capacities of passenger ships with its strategic location about 770 nautical miles from Ketchikan, Alaska. Seattle is the closest major U.S. port to popular Alaskan destinations. Congratulations. I like so. I sailed out of Seattle last year. I liked it just fine. Of course, I did fall in love with with, um, Vancouver this year. So I don't know if I'm going to go. I'm not sure. I probably am going to go back to Vancouver this year. But I like Seattle fine. Lots to do in Seattle. Lots to do in Vancouver. Both do really well up there. All right. The next story today, folks. Comes from Regents Seven Seas. We don't ever get to talk about them, or very rarely. They hosted a celebration in Miami this weekend to welcome its newest ship, the Seven Seas Grandeur. As part of the celebrations, Regent unveiled Journey in Jewels, the first Fabergé egg to permanently reside at sea. The custom-designed masterpiece will now be on display in the atrium. Sarah Fabergé, founding member of the Fabergé Heritage Council, and great-granddaughter of Peter Carl Fabergé was named godmother of the ship in the elegant and exclusive gala event. It's pretty awesome that they got Fabergé's granddaughter. <laughs> I like that. And finally, boy, this is, this is going to end up being a war in Florida, I think. Before it's over with, I mean, this might be like the Civil War again. The Port of Miami welcomed a total of 7,299,294 passengers during the physical year of 2023, setting a new record in cruise activity during the period which started on October 1st, 2022 and ended on September 30th, 2023. Port Miami experienced a nearly 7% increase Increased passenger totals compared to the previous record of 6,823,816 passengers all the way back in physical year 2019. Now, if you recall during the year, Port Canaveral surpassed Miami as the number one cruise port. And they've laid down the gauntlet with several new cruise ships that are going to be homeporting there. And like Princess homeporting there for the first time. Well, of course, Miami is going to have uh, Icon of the Seas. It's going to homeport there. So that's going to boost their totals considerably. Who knows who's going to be the busiest cruise port? It'll be one of the two of them. Because both of them are 
you know, miles away from number three. But uh, to me, the cruise industry is looking healthier and healthier. So, and that is a good thing. All right. That's going to wrap up the news portion of today's show, folks. Uh, We're going to go over now and see who's in the chat room and who might be fussing at me for a change. Hey, Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. There's Steve out in Kentucky. Hot air, Tom. Good morning for Costa Maya, where we are docked and still rocking. Pier is closed due to waves crashing into the pier. Splashes are up the deck six windows. Wow, that's uh, that's putting some splashes up in the air, isn't it? Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Hi, Sonny. There's Robert. Hey, Robert. I'll switch places with you, Chili. I'm starve starving for some even mildly cold. Excuse me, cold weather. Sixty-five degrees here in San Antonio today. Well. If UPS would take it, I'd box it up and send it to you. There's Robin. Good morning, Robin. Robin was on the cruise with me, guys. She was one of the one of the girls. Glad, glad to have you, Robin. There's Roger. Hi, Roger. We're leaving in an hour to say goodbye to Nikki. Well, we'll be thinking about you, Roger. And you can say goodbye to her from all of us, for sure. Uh, Katie's with us. Hi, Katie. Ah, let's see. Koalas and kangaroos. Yeah, I would like to do that. Uh, One of these days, I'd like to get down there. I mean, it's like everything. I've got some big bucket list cruises that I just... You know, I haven't been able to afford. If I, my channel ever gets up to, you know, 10,000 people, 15,000 people, then I start getting checks big enough from YouTube to pay for a cruise now and then. Maybe I could do some of that stuff. So I am closing in on 5,000. I'm at 48, 48, something like that. So I'm less than 150, roughly, away. So if you haven't subscribed, please do so. That'll help the channel out a bunch. Also, smash that like button. You know, that helps me out, too. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Katie says, Chili, I'm going to get to meet Justin, Mr. Bucket List. Awesome. When I go on Icon of the Seas. Very good, Katie. You'll you'll like Justin. I thoroughly enjoyed him. And he and I probably at some point get a chance to do another cruise, you know, do a cruise, hosting a cruise together again, we hope. Um, Sonny says, is he hosting that cruise? No, I think he's just going on it. I don't think they have any hosted cruises set up yet. It's what I was fussing about for months. And Katie says what all of us feel that uh, Nikki will all be in all of our thoughts today. So, agreed. 
Sonny, there are a bunch of YouTubers that will be on this cruise. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's like it was on the, on the um, uh, inaugural cruise that I did. Oh, this will probably be bigger because, you know, there's been a lot more hullabaloo over Icon of the Seas than there was over the seascape. But anyway, I'm glad I did an inaugural cruise. It's not, it wasn't that beneficial for me. I mean, consider you're paying extra money. Um, yeah, it was nice to meet some people that, you know, also had a chance to meet later on and get to know. But, eh, well, it's, again, I'd take the money that I'd spent on an inaugural cruise and take two cruises. So that's just my thinking on those kind of things. And that omelet indecision was after they spent 15 minutes in line. Can't people plan ahead a bit? I know, it's awful. I got to the point of, even though I liked omelets a lot, I wouldn't stand in line for them. Hell, I'd go get some scrambled eggs. Or even if they have the, you know, some places have have eggs benedict on the in the buffet line, especially if they cook them there. I'd be all over that and, and never have to stand in line. So, you know, you can always throw some things on scrambled eggs, some veggies and stuff and make garbage eggs out of them if you want to. But yeah, I don't, I don't blame Carnival for doing that. And I get frustrated with people. I get frustrated at the stand in line. And of course it's even worse when you're in a chair or on a scooter and people run all over you. So uh, anyway, don't blame Carnival for the omelets. I didn't notice in that article, if you went to the main dining room, would there still be choices on omelets? I don't know that one uh, for a fact. So, Uh, a YouTuber named Cesar Warren has had a meetup for Sail Away. Oh, yeah. There's Yo, 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 Eddie in the house. Hi, Eddie. Yo, 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 Brooklyn in the house. Good morning, everyone. Everybody's saying hello to Eddie now. Sixty-nine, where poor Katie is. Oh, that's nice. Uh, well, you can see, folks, I'm in long sleeves in the house now. Uh, I still wear shorts as much as possible. Now, I won't wear shorts to go out of the house. I got to run some errands this afternoon. I'll put on long pants before I go out. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not that crazy. But, you know, I keep as comfortable as possible in the house here course when i do the show under these lights it's not you know i'm really comfortable so but if you know i'm over in my chair across the room here it can get a little little cool uh those of you that might be new to this channel uh the my house is i was built in 1903 the original four rooms and what I call the cave, which is my room, which is where this 
studio <coughs> studio is is also my bedroom um was part of the house that was built in 1903 there is no uh, basement underneath it's open air uh, it's on a stone foundation and it's it's cold the floors get really cold so um i have a, a portable electric heater in the room when it gets really cold in here. Also, I'm on the windy corner of the house. So if the wind's blowing, you know, I get it worse than, so, you know, it's can be not so comfortable without running the, you know, the thermostat up for everybody in the house and parts of the house be hot as hell just to keep me warm in here. So I've got a little electric, electric that I can turn on. But uh, that's one of the problems if, if you're living in something that was built in 19, you know, close to 1900. So Katie says, no, I've never met him, but follow him. A friend knows him and, and invited me. Oh, that's cool. Take a picture, Katie. There's Pittsburgh Jason. Tom Henry, go live. I want to see the waste. He sent me a little thing, but then he didn't have any really good ones in the clip he sent, Jason. Put Tom on StreamYard. Uh, you got any fresh stuff, Tom, with the waves going over the, the, the dock? Hot Air says, Chili could show the rotten view he had from my half, the, the back half of Mardi Gras. What? The view from your aft cabin. Uh, did I miss something? Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, a room without a view. I didn't even see this one on air, Tom, so let me stick that in. Oh, that's just that's it. I can't believe they're docked in the in the in the piers. You can't get off the ship. It seems to me that would be dangerous. All right, I gotta unload. Uh, unload. I gotta load this up. Uh, doing that, and I gotta go over here and load the picture. Uh, Jason, I'm coming. Honest, I am. I'm just a little slow. You know, I'm getting old. All right, so that's loading. And that's uh, that's the back end of the Mardi Gras. But, of course, that's just a static picture. So that doesn't really show the wave action. Uh, just the one other one. Sh I think he said the other one was not that good because it calmed down while he was sending it. So let me see how quickly I can get that up. All right, so this is also from from Hot Air Tom. Oh, that's a clip, excuse me. I've got to go to the different place. And this should be reasonably quick. If you're new to this channel, folks, sorry about the delay. Uh, you know, 
take a do something on the fly and it's spinning what the hell are you doing spinning it's not that long a clip going around and around and around and around. there it is okay Yeah, uh, there's a little bit. All right, I'm st- I'm still uh, not really understanding why they they're docked. I'd rather be out at sea than sitting there banging into the pier. I don't know. I don't understand that one. But then that's me, you know, not certainly not them. Uh, okay, where was I? Oh, yeah, I was still over here in the chat room, wasn't I? Cruise tubers are a time a dozen these days. There's thousands of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely watered down to the point that I mean, some, the big guys still are making a good living at it. Uh, I need to come up with a way of making a living doing this. That's what I need to do. I need to monetize better than I am. Figure out how to monetize my 200,000 X followers. 219,000 X followers. Or, or TikTok. Uh, I know it's at the end. Fiona is looking good and all. Ah, very good. Him, glad you did make it in. We'll have our Philippine, Texas family for Christmas and my aunt from D.C. Wow, big house full of people. No fresh stuff. We went back to the cabin. Too many people in the atrium. Yeah, well. Tom's back in the cabin now. Yep. Katie says Tom's rocking and rolling. Jason's surprised they docked it all. Me too. I, you know, I've been in rough seas several, oh, just in, uh, on this last cruise I was on, we couldn't go into Great Stirrup Key. And not because of anything other than the, the uh, ocean was too rough. So, I mean, that wasn't, it wasn't even storming. And they canceled out of going into, because the, the tenders, it's a tender port. The tenders couldn't get ashore. If you see square holes in the pier, they were acting like blowholes occasionally. Yeah. We have, that's probably a pressure valve that uh, is built into that. Uh, we had a good wave after I did the video where all four holes had spouts up to the windows at Starbucks on the atrium. Good heavens. That would actually be pretty cool to see. Emily says, house full will be right. Sonny says, fun with your family. (laughs) When they all arrive, we'll know. Okay. 
All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, still working on catching up on. I still don't have probably half my stuff downloaded or uploaded from my phone to the computer so I can do stuff with it. Um, you know, it's, I love the escape, but boy, the Wi-Fi sucked. I couldn't upload anything. I couldn't download anything. I, you know, I was able to get the podcast up normally 20 hours late. There wasn't anything like 45 minutes like I like to do after the end of the show. You know, I immediately start processing the show. It was awful. And all the filming and stuff I do, it's just in there. And so, you know, I'm slowly trying to work my way through it and get it loaded up and see what I can do. Like I did my, my pizza review was going live here and, um, a couple minutes, I think it's 1215. I scheduled it because I did one of the shorts earlier today. And, uh, uh, in Pittsburgh, Jason, if you're still with us, your buddy is uh, out of the mothballs for the pizza review today. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. I'll be back same time, same channel tomorrow. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply.